0: what's up happy people welcome back to perception is a bitch now there's an image that has been circulating the internet for quite some time that is the summation of perception is a fucking bitch man in this image there are two men on opposite ends of a number now this number depending on the man's perspective could be a six or oh, it could be a nine. And this is where I say that just because you're right doesn't mean I'm wrong. Two things can be true at the same goddamn time. What's up, happy people? Welcome back to Perception. It's, it's a, a bi- bitch. <laughs> My name is Deji. I'm your host.
1: And I'm Sarah i'm the sidekick
0: i think you're a little bit a <laughs> little bit more than the sidekick this is better than batman and robin oh this is like deja and sarah yeah. Be- jay-z and beyonce oh
1: yeah <laughs> i'll take a beyonce comparison pretty much any damn day yeah
0: ice cube and coco <laughs> kanye west and kim Kardashian.
1: ice cube and coco
0: don't worry about it you don't know who that is that was before <laughs> your time yeah I'm ah, not hip enough. I'm it makes sorry. me feel weird because <laughs> I got four years on you. I didn't rock the cradle, by the way. It just happened that way. Pastor, to See, this is the thing with perception. When you're a 20-year-old dating a 17-year-old, four-year difference, that's weird. Yeah, it's That's weird. very weird. It's, it's very weird. If you're 22 dating an 18-year-old, that's borderline. It's sort of where, where, this is, it's, still it's still gray. It's still gray. It's still very, very gray. But then, when you're like thirty dating a twenty-six year old,
1: yeah, yeah perfectly thing. acceptable. Thing,
0: yes. It's the same fucking age gap. Why is it contextual in one in one aspect? It's frowned upon, and like, yeah. oh, a child. One a- is so creepy. But the other, it's not as it's creepy, fine. right? Like, anyway, anyway.
1: I guess it does come to a maturity perspective standpoint. But then again, how do you judge maturity? Because I know some fucking adults who have the maturity worse than a fourteen-year-old
0: that that that's that's some serious facts i guess the (laughs) point that i'm trying to make is like people approach life like truth is black or white but truth yeah it's it's false like truth is more shades of gray
1: Ooh, 50 shades of gray
0: 50 shades of gray i
1: like that shade
0: right right well the podcast is called 69 <laughs> you know not to be confused with the sexual position <laughs> i
1: didn't think we agreed on that title
0: that's the title i'm going with you know because you got to be edgy <laughs> it keeps the people going in the
1: back of my Lincoln with the suicide doors. sorry
0: she, she's rapping a pain song by the way piss poor attempt
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's the best i got I uh all I remember is when you had a Cadillac.
0: It was a Lincoln. Yeah,
1: no, no, no. Your first, the first Cadillac we got. You oh, the blue bump, one. Yeah, you would bump that song all the time because you're like, "Oh my Cadillac!" It didn't have suicide doors, but
0: no, no, I was too cheap <laughs> to like put suicide doors. Look at me,
1: like '69, Sarah Six. It's the Cadillac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ain't got no choice. <laughs> you know, we gotta listen to the song. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, 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 first of all, I was too cheap to put suicide doors <laughs> on the Cadillac. And second, we lived in Searcy, Arkansas. White- you already
1: had the tinted out windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I used to tint my fucking windshield, you know. Dark. Yeah, because I didn't want the good old folks of White County to recognize. <laughs> oh, that's a nigger driving by. <laughs> Let's pull his ass over. Didn't want that to happen. Anyway, I digressed. That was all- <laughs> a long
1: time ago, babe. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah so we're old
0: uh, let's not talk about depressing <laughs> shit uh, i thought
1: that's what we do
0: life is a flat circle okay we're already dead yes just, just, <laughs> just
1: don't know it yet well we, just we don't know it
0: we know it you know look, look life is point a to point b all that shit in the middle is the shit we do to kill time somebody some
1: fun, uh, 69 is a great way to kill time right right, right. So okay, but, let's pause this episode let's go kill some time no no
0: no. keep recording and drink the tequila but you know somebody's going to hear this episode and go mm, these motherfuckers <laughs> 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 what are they talking about uh but, talking about killing time yeah yeah so look life is point a to point b all that shit in the middle family your passions,
1: love Love
0: making, going to the movies, mm-hmm. dinner food. eating, uh, time oh, I like with the, the food kids.
1: Part. Oh, this reminds me of the other. Hold oh, on, oh, let me land my oh, point. Sorry.
0: All that is the shit you do to kill time. We're just killing time, folks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say this reminds me of the other day when I woke up and I didn't want to go to work and I was like, oh, I just want to die. And I started like rattling off, and you're like, Sarah, what are you doing? I was like, Okay, orgasms food. Uh, True story by puppies, the way. She really did kittens. this. Oh, what else? What else? Oh, food again. What else Sleep. is there to live for? Like, I'm what trying makes, to think of any of the good shit what, that What gives me my going. life meaning?
0: What gives my life meaning? And the whole time I'm looking at her like, get your fucking ass out of bed. She's existence. Like,
1: what the fuck are you doing? What's I, wrong with Yeah,
0: I, I said existence is pain and we're all in pain right now. Get like, <laughs> put your big girl panties on. This shit is that unique to you. We mm. all struggling. Okay.
1: Like they say in Princess Bride. Life is pain anyone who says differently is selling you something.
0: Facts, 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 facts. Okay. So, you know, today's episode is all about like perspective, right? Hell mm-hmm. fuck, that's what our entire channel is about. And for what for what I want to talk about today, this this meme just keeps playing in my head. Okay. Right? This this meme with the 6 or what, what it so it could be a 6, it could be a 9. No one knows. That's the point, Mm -hmm. right? And that number represents truth. And depending on what side of truth you're standing on, you're going to see something very different. But as a society, we've been conditioned to believe that whatever viewpoint you're looking at is absolute truth. It's almost like we've lost the art, or maybe we never had the art of moderation, knowing that shit may be what you see, but that may not be all there is to the story. Why are we human beings like that?
1: It's a good question. I I honestly don't know. I mean, it, it brings me back to something that I've said to you for a very long time, which is that two things can be true at the same time. I said
0: that you just picked it up for me.
1: <laughs> um are you rewriting history i am
0: i because n- the
1: first time i said that to you you looked at me like i was crazy it took me saying it like a dozen times and explaining it to you for it to finally like, that's
0: that's not how oh, i remember it that's not why I. thank thank goodness this is
1: how life is guys i come up with the genius idea he brands it puts it in a book or a podcast and all of a sudden this sarah just yes. keeps
0: robbing my intellectual property it's almost like like a like a management ma- manager i gotta pay 30 percent of my royalty fees to
1: just saying i introduced you to that
0: okay but but the point is still valid right you have two men standing on either side of this number and both vehemently defending absolutely their point of view
1: Yeah, I mean, we just did that right now, right? Both of us have a different perspective and memory. It it reminds me of those witness statements, you know, where, like, in the example, say there's a car accident, and there's five people who witnessed it. One person was in the center of the street, and there was one on each corner of the intersection. All five people had a different viewpoint of that. Car crash. So they're each going to have a different story to tell. One saw the little boy with the ball running out in the road. One saw the car swerve over the line. One saw the driver checking their phone. And the other saw that the flat tire exploded. I don't know. Like, they each saw something slightly different. And they have a piece of the truth, but they don't have the whole story.
0: Right, but... The problem with with human beings and with the human experience is you're going to look at, you're going to take that one perspective of the crash that you have and formulate the truth from that perspective.
1: Yeah, but the second problem here too is the flawed reality of our perception and what we actually can cognitively comprehend. So you and I have this conversation right that we had a long time ago about that quote and both of us remember that conversation differently neither one of us are liars neither one of us are trying to mislay the truth but we have a different recollection of the same conversation
0: yeah and again so it
1: it it brings you back to even like those those instances we've had recently of like cops who shoot someone and they perceive oh i thought he had a gun and it was a cell phone and it shows you how faulty our our ability to comprehend what's right in front of us. We overlay our biases, our fears, our, our preconceived notions, all of our perceptions get layered on to what's actually in front of us, the reality we're experiencing, so that we can't actually see the movie we're watching. We're seeing the movie we're watching plus 10 other movies we've watched previous to this all at the same time.
0: So we're talking about this, and most people who are probably listening to us right now can rationally understand what we're talking about. Like, oh yeah, that makes sense. If there's a car crash and there are five witnesses, we'll all see the crash from five different angles, then they will all each individually have a different perspective or testimony of that crash. But there's two parts here. You don't realize that one If you get a witness statement from, say, witness number five and it puts the wrong person at fault fault, and they now have to live a very consequential reality from Mm -hmm. your wrong perspective, um, when eyewitness number three may have actually had a better viewpoint for the truth. And there's a nuanced myth that could have set the guy who got convicted Mm -hmm. from witness number five free. So there are very real life consequences to the f- the flawed perspective.
1: But so, that person isn't even going to know that there was a consequence because they're operating under the very real belief, that justification that I know what I saw. I know what, what I, I saw. saw. And
0: they would defend what they saw mm-hmm. to the death because they're not wrong. From their perspective, it was a six. It was not a nine. It was a six. And from the viewpoint that I saw a six, this is the perpetrator. But it's like ah, life is not that black and white. So too often we don't see or recognize how 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 there are real life consequences, butterfly effects uh, that 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 are caused from perspe- uh, perception. But even beyond that, people can recognize the allegorical content of the car wreck, for example, but yet they will miss how this really applies in their own life. So the point I'm trying to make right now is it happens in our lives where we have a perspective or a viewpoint where you metaphorically are looking at a 6. So you're making life decisions for yourself based on a flawed perspective when it could really be a 9, but nothing rational tells you that you're looking at a 9 um, so you end up living the wrong reality unintentionally. Mm-hmm. That's that's the very that's the existential boogeyman scare that perception has. So when I hear quotes like "perception is reality," and I've said this in previous podcasts, that statement sends shivers down my spine.
1: It, it's so true. Like I mean, even right now with uh, everything going on with COVID and stuff. Of The disease we're not supposed to talk about, right? But with everything going on, we have all these new cleaning procedures. And I was talking with my team today, and I said, make sure that when you clean stuff, you put it back in a very extremely organized manner. We have to be consistent, it has to be lined up, it has to look a certain way. And, and on one hand, they're like, okay, well, what does it matter? It's clean. it's
0: not that simple honey
1: because when when members come in and they see it when our customers come in and they see our products our equipment they're looking at it and thinking oh if this is haphazardly set around here did they really clean it that well
0: even if you did disinfect because you,
1: if you lined it up perfectly and didn't clean it, they would assume it was cleaner than if it was cleaned thoroughly so and half hazzardly. One
0: hundred percent, one hundred So, real quick, this is something like y'all know I work in a gym for those who know me personally well, and one of what we, part of what we do is, you know, we shut down our facilities, uh, for for about a half hour to make sure the place is clean, mm-hmm. and the team. This is one of those perception things. The team. Would clean the, the the handles on the cardio machine and the handles on the uh, on on the free weights because those are the major touch points that people touch. But in doing that, they would neglect the baseboard where, like on the elliptical machines, when people sweat
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: sweat hits the base uh, the baseboard, mm-hmm. and then you know it it
1: uh, it, all that grime it, it, it interacts
0: with dirt and then it starts looking grimy. Ugh,
1: gross.
0: Right, right. That's my point. So. Did we clean the club? Yes. When the customer comes into the club and they see that grimy,
1: they're like, ah, you they're didn't they're like "Oh, shit. y'all
0: didn't clean this shit." And I'm like, "We did. We did. It's it was thoroughly cleaned and disinfected." We just
1: did the high-touch areas. You're not leaning down on the Perception is a bitch. Putting your hand between the belt yes, and yes. the machine, Perce- like if you're doing that, like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? You're not you're not touching that, so it's not a risk. But that's the shit that they'll see and assume you didn't clean right. it. Right.
0: So so cleanliness is more a visual perception mm-hmm. than it is the actual reality of being clean. And you know th- this is what's still frustrating to me because I feel like the entire world right now is stuck in this six nine moment where half the population are staring like there's two sides and, they're
1: looking at a six or they're looking at a nine
0: right and it, they're both right mm-hmm. you know from from the, from an observer standpoint we can look at people and go none of you are wrong. <laughs> but they're they're so stuck in their own mindset and their perception yelling at each other going no i see a six it's a six it's a six <laughs> and they're defending that to the death and the other fucking guy is going no i see a nine i see a nine i see a nine <laughs> and we d- <laughs> why was that funny
1: These little boys i see a nine
0: why are you laughing at me that's what the world sounds (laughs) like right now that's what the world feels like with COVID 19 that's a six nine moment where you know six nine yeah takashi six nine snitches (laughs) get stitches man (laughs) anyway moving forward uh Half the world is like, COVID does not exist. It's a oaks. It's a, the, the government trying to control us. It's a six. It's a six. It's a six. <laughs> it's a six. And then there's another half of the world who are <laughs> like, no, COVID is fucking real, man. I just had family die from it. It's a nine. It's a nine. It's a nine. <laughs> Speaking of, we are listening to a different podcast where the guy said, you know what? When two people die, that's a tragedy. When a million people die, that's a that's a statistic, mm-hmm. right? So it's like the more people who have died from COVID nineteen, the less real it feels. Because mm-hmm. at what point in the world did we get to one hundred and seventy five thousand deaths due to COVID nineteen? But then we say, oh, you know what? It's not as bad as the common flu. More people have died, or more people die from car.
1: How it's fucking not that big of a deal. how
0: fucking insensitive do you have to be to make such a fucking idiotic statement until it's their loved until one. until it is your loved one and you're like oh now in- oh, i was like serious. oh nice nah, so so one death is a tragedy a million deaths a hundred thousand deaths no Statistics. one gives a fuck anymore yeah. right so like even with politics we've got the election coming up in november mm-hmm. it's democrat it's Republican. Half the people going, oh, Trump, 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 Trump. Me too, you know, just for tax advantages. But Trump, 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 Ugh. Trump. <laughs> it's a six. It's a six. I want a, a six. divorce. I can't. <laughs> it's it. a six. And then the other Biden motherfuckers are like, oh, it's a nine. It's get Trump out of office. Like, how, why does truth have to be so six, nine?
1: Well, yeah, everything is so polarizing in the world today. It's like, there's no middle ground there's no room for discussion you have a disagreement with someone and they're like oh i'm just going to unfriend you unfollow you i don't want to be around you there's no conversation there's no seek to understand there's no grace for anyone and anyone else's viewpoints but again, then again i don't think this is a new problem i mean this is why we had the fucking crusades and the holocaust and like anything that's terrible that's happened has been because extremists believed that they knew what was right for everyone else, and they would kill you if you didn't agree with them. Like w- today, we'd actually I mean, less killing. Well, I don't know if I can say that. I don't I, I, know.
0: It's not less killing. It's not less killing. The killing just looks different. It It's, does. it's a different yeah, it was, context. I had it's, to take that
1: back. because I said, it, I was like, Ugh. It, 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 <laughs> never mind. It's, it's still there. It just looks different. What
0: you're trying to say is perception and the problems of perception are as old as time itself. Mm-hmm. From from the moment to human. Okay. So when Adam. This is
1: why you did that uh, TED talk. Perception is the, root, the root of, of all evil. evil. Yeah. Because we weren't saying perception was evil in and of itself. But it results in the most horrid atrocities in history have been based around perception.
0: So when, okay, if if we go back to Adam and Eve, when there was just Adam in the world, perception was not a problem. Think about it. It's just one fucking guy in the world.
1: (laughs) Okay, I see how this is. I see how this is. You're blaming all the shit on women
0: it's not what
1: okay. I okay okay jesus how
0: did we how did we get here how did <laughs> i not even made the fucking point yet and I all of a sudden all of a sudden i'm being attacked by the fucking me too like <laughs> that
1: wasn't a me too that was just a
0: all of a sudden i'm 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 part of the the shit. white male patriarchy oh, when, a man, when a
1: man was here alone he was fine <laughs> he was fine you throw the woman in there all of a sudden, shit's fucked up.
0: It's not what I said. It's not It's not how I said it. That was not my intent. Qu- quit, quit making it. See, this is why we say perception is a fucking bitch. What I was trying to say is when the man was by himself,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> okay, there was no what... conflict.
0: <laughs>
1: That's literally what I just Hold said.
0: Hold on. Let me land this thing. Let me land this thing. Wait, it's a little we're experiencing a little turbulence in the air right now. <laughs> When the woman came into the equation, I'm not saying it was her fault. <laughs> I'm just saying that now it becomes a six-nine issue because you know Adam, like, I see this, I see this, I see this, and Eve, like, oh, I see that, I see that, I see that. Eve could be could have been another man, right? God could have introduced Adam and oh, the Bruce. First gay couple. Yes. Actually. careful careful careful. we have a conservative audience too and you know <laughs> somebody might hey. somebody might misinterpret got
1: created the, all of us that's
0: the point i'm trying to make is it wouldn't matter if it was two men two women a man and a woman perception becomes an existential problem when there's two or more people involved mm, it's because
1: like that uh old quote two can keep a secret if one of them is dead so Two can agree on a subject if one of them is yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Two people can keep the a secret set. if
0: one of them is dead.
1: Two can agree yes. on perception if one of them is dead. Yes, we'll just change the quote.
0: Right. So, so that that's that's the point I'm trying to make. And look, even in relationships, right? Like, you 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 and I, I mean, we had a. I don't want to put our dirty laundry out there, but we had a bad fight. Like a row. Yeah. I was where I'm like i see six i see six i see six yeah and, and you're like no I motherfucker see i see nine i see nine I it's see nine. nine i see nine and what frustrates me sometimes is you and i wrote the fucking philosophy about perception and how bitchy this shit can be but yet like fucking kids and ch- and children we fall prey and victim to shit that we already know we shouldn't be fall- falling for. That's,
1: that's because emotions are not rational. Duh. Emotions are are just physiological. You feel them. They're, they 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 did DNA. They're emotional. Um, I I don't think that even though I know in some moments that. It's a perception moment. I still feel like my anger is justified. My, and now, okay, let's you, just be honest. Usually, it is.
0: Here we go again. Angered. This is a this is a perception thing. This is a perception <laughs> thing.
1: It's justified.
0: I I, I don't want to get into another fight, so I'll, I'll sure. But you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> but when when we step back with a rational brain and we're like, okay, I see where you were coming from. So while I don't agree with your actions, I understood what led you there. And you can look at me and say, okay, I I see why she reacted that way. I see why she thought that. So like when, when you have a rational, when you remove the emotions, you can troubleshoot basically our irrational brain. But the problem is, is most people never get to that rational mindset because they don't. See, this is the benefit of actually understanding perception. Because we can come back and, and troubleshoot our perception and go, okay, where did we go wrong?
0: But in the moment, it is super, it's super hard. It's so hard. hard. Because I, I know what I'm seeing and this shit is mm-hmm. a six. And there's no other reality that exists outside of that known reality.
1: You literally have to take yourself, walk around the number and see it from the other person's point of view. It's, it's where that phrase came, walk in another man's shoes. Like, it's you have to experience life and thought and emotions from their perspective to understand sometimes why they could get to where they get to right it's
0: like i'm looking at and this reminds me again going back to the earlier quote two things can be true at the same mm-hmm. time like you can look at conservatives and and uh and um, liberals and mm-hmm. go you know, you can be conservative and liberal at the same time. True. You don't have to be one or the other. Like, are you really that dumb? You can have
1: conflicting ideas. I mean, this is where I even say with with religion, I feel like a lot of times when we say that with religion, we we understand and we empathize with people who are religious. We are just not religious, but we understand. And we are even slightly jealous of people who can have faith. And I think that sometimes people may think that we're being petty or sarcastic, but it, it's true because we can walk in those shoes and say, okay, I get where they're coming from. I, I understand the logic. I've walked in their shoes. I know how that feels. I've been at
0: a point in my own life where I, where needed, I, saw I needed religion. Yeah. I saw a fucking six. And now but we're at a I nine. Ju- I like, just so don't see I it can, anymore. Yeah. I see nine.
1: I can walk over there and I understand what the point of view of a six looks like. I've seen the six. So it's not it's not from a lack of empathy it's not from a lack of understanding
0: yeah so there's so much here that i want to say and i don't want to forget everything i want to say but like okay so one one concept people struggle with and i've seen people struggle with this is the fact that they they almost think you're a hypocrite if you change your position right so if you have a conservative growth man it's it. and i want to look at people like wait 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 that's the whole fucking point of being a human being It's to be able to adapt your your position or change your mind with new evidence. It's it's a yeah. scientific way of thinking. But people I mean, think want to be
1: teenagers who, who think that they have life figured out and they're like, oh, this is the way life should be. And this is what I'm going to do with my life. And then see them at 20, see them at 30, see them at 40 that's some, they're not going to believe the same thing they did when they were 16. right?
0: Or like politicians, you know, you see the campaign ads. They're like, oh, in 2006, he was for abortion. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, in 2020, he's now anti-abortion. Can't he just make up his fucking mind? And, okay, I'm, first of all, mad. Ah, that that reminds me of the
1: Harding uh, bullshit. Hold
0: on, hold on. You say that one. Don't forget that one. But what pisses me off is, first of all, somebody made the ad. But they made the ad knowing that the population is going to fall for it. Because we've <laughs> we we've we've come to we've we as a society have decided
1: that
0: if somebody should change their mind on, on big issues, that they are somehow wishy washy. And I'm like, do you not understand Less trustworthy? Do you not understand that the ability to change your mind on a topic is the very definition of 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 a of a solid human being. That is mm-hmm. growth. Somebody who can adapt their position when presented new evidence, who can adapt their position when their circumstance and their situation, you know, changes so I like do that go- is a stand up motherfucker. But our society is too fucking dumb to even recognize that.
1: So that's Jesus t- Christ. <laughs> it's twofold, though, on that point. So there's a difference. And, and here's where people get caught up, I think is because you don't always know people's intent or their true beliefs. Like, are have they really changed what they believe? Or are they now in a position where their beliefs are not benefiting them? So they're changing their outward appearance of their belief to fit societal norms.
0: That's so, that too. I'm not saying it ain't.
1: Like how even the church was very, like you look at the, the Catholic church, for example, was very anti-gay, anti-all that. And then- all of a sudden, they realized how much of their youth they were losing, how many people were leaving the church. And now they come back, it's like, well, you know, there's some gray yeah, areas. We can let some like, gays
0: in. You know, Jesus loved the gays yeah. too. You know, it's like, oh, it's, 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 he hates the sin, not the sinner. Yeah. I'm like, ah, no, when, when <laughs> salvation is fucking, you know, black, white, you get into heaven or you're not. I don't think you can hate the sinner, hate the sin and not the sin. The well, two-
1: like, I'm not, I'm not against the, even the idea. Like, I, I, I agree with that. If you're, if you're going to be uh, a religion, we're all sinners. So, like, It should be that way. My point is these are the same churches who've killed and stoned people for those sins.
0: But now we're accepting. But now
1: they're okay. So, and it's like, like you said, it is growth. So I'm glad the church has evolved so that people who are gay but want to have faith have a place to go. So I'm not mad at the result but I'm a little suspicious of the motivation. <laughs> a little
0: salty is what
1: you said. Little, just, 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 just like, are have you really changed?
0: It's like for your for, tune. For Cause like, millennia, the the Catholic Church has been like, it's a six, it's a yeah. six, it's a six. and then all of a sudden, because there's political agendas behind it, now they're like, oh, I think it's a night. Yeah. Same, we same nine.
1: for the politicians who are like, oh, I'm a pro, pro. Um, pro-life 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 and then they they realize they're losing their younger demographic um and and the more liberal youth so they're come back oh, i'm oh, pro-choice now yeah, Pro choice.
0: okay so i'm pro-choice but that doesn't mean that I'm pro-abortion. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you
1: know what I'm saying? Two, but like, two
0: things can be true at the same fucking time. You don't like the time. idea of
1: abortion. I don't think anyone likes, likes it. The idea like, of, it's not yeah. something that should be taken lightly.
0: But but these 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 anti-abortion sons of bitches just There's cannot- people who
1: feel like they can make someone else's they They choice. cannot-
0: Oh, I had a hair in my mouth. I had to pull up. Sorry. it. Sorry. Cat problem. <laughs> now we got a cat like <laughs> what's what's this in my this? mouth.
1: <laughs> oh, she these, loves you.
0: That's why. Yeah, yeah, I was just hugging the cat. These anti-abortion sons of bitches. These, these Illuminati motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> I don't think those two things necessarily go hand in hand. Two
0: things can be true at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Roll with me here. These Illuminati sons of bitches who, because you are pro-choice, all of a sudden interpret that as you are pro-abortion, you are for abortion. I'm like, no, two things can be true at the same time. I can be pro-choice and yet anti-abortion. I don't like the idea of a baby being killed, but I also don't like the idea of a mom being have to have a baby that she was either raped to have or she made bad decisions you know, for had premarital reason. sex and, and, and whatever led to the ready, pregnancy. Not ready, not prepared to but care now, for but, that but, life. But now we destroy a life because we want a li- because we have a conviction to bring another life in. Like, can we just understand and, and accept that some issues are so complex that two things can be true and at the same not fucking a right time? Answer. Because the issues are so complex. Yep.
1: So the- y'all can
0: tell that humanity <laughs> frustrates me. If if you can't tell that, like, just if I'm a
1: little bit, just a little bit.
0: Humanity pisses me off.
1: I remember when I was young, when we, we met at 19, when I was 19. You, you were pissed 20. me off. Man. <laughs> I, I still piss you off.
0: <laughs> you still pissed me off.
1: But I remember how innocent and naive and just like human beings are good and kind and everyone loves everyone.
0: I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're wrong. You're wrong. The world is an evil place. It
1: took me a long time to kind of like.
0: To get, I finally rubbed off on you. Uh,
1: but it's like the more time you spend out in the real world, you're like, these motherfuckers. The,
0: the more time you spend around people, the more you begin to realize the that The more time you spend something. driving
1: too, like <laughs> fuck. People are fucking Sarah, idiots and Sarah. assholes. Idiot, asshole, stupid and ass, like your mom would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid <laughs> my mom would, and ass.
0: That's a she thing. She doesn't
1: say dumb ass. She says stupid stu- and ass.
0: Stupid and ass. Stupid and ass. It's like mom, it's dumb ass. She's like, don't correct me.
1: <laughs> stupid and ass.
0: Two things can be true at the same time. Do you still understand what I'm saying? Yeah, stupid and ass.
1: Okay. <laughs> like,
0: All right, mom. All right, mom. <laughs> it's
1: my favorite curse word now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so epic. Stupid,
0: stupid and ass. Well, sideline conversation uh perceptions of bitch. So at our wedding. Uh, you know, this is the Africans. Just stick to the fucking time. Our <laughs> wedding was supposed this to be. This is so off. Topic. <laughs> it's so off topic, but I don't know why we were talking we were about talking my about mom yesterday. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Now we just mentioned my mom. So, okay, our wedding was was it five to ten or six to ten? It was it was something like that. I
1: think it ended at midnight. Actually,
0: no, we weren't Wasn't there it? that late. We weren't oh, okay. there that late. That Alda was trying to be in bed oh, yeah, by yeah, eleven. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It was
1: ten p.m. But I think we were late, so we were actually leaving at like 11 p.m. We were either late way, Either way, either way, either way, we sent
0: we send invites to everybody, everybody, white folks, white folks, and black folks, Americans and Nigerians, six to ten. The Americans show up on fucking time. Yep. And we're out by ten. The Nigerians start showing up at ten. As at like 10:30. As, as
1: we're like as leaving. we're wrapping
0: up, and they're looking at us all confused. Like where's, like, the, where's, where's the, the music? Where's the party?
1: I'm like. Nigga. you missed it <laughs> first of all you didn't even come to the wedding like you're just here for the food and drinks and
0: these people drove we lived in arkansas these people drove 10 12 hours to get for there the party. some flew in from nigeria and i'm like the
1: you didn't read the, Christ, the
0: perception they i'm like when you're in america do like fucking americans do you can't be bringing this anyway off topic we digress that, that was our wedding by the way a half Half, half the people who are supposed to be there
1: you you're, you're uh, i don't want to talk bad about my mother-in-law i, I probably shouldn't tell that story
0: yeah we should probably <laughs> <laughs> okay so maybe so maybe no 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 no, no 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 no
1: we're not gonna edit
0: that part out just, just, just leave that one uh, in my yeah. mother-in-law
1: is the best mother-in-law that's i'll say that i'll say that i love, I love my mother-in-law yeah, Just moving. the time thing affected but, the wedding <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, a little salty about some time stuff. <laughs> Shh, uh,
0: before you started <laughs> saying too much.
1: But but like, okay, so I'm um, circling back here because I talked about that Harding example and I was going to go over that one because that was a great example. Okay. Right? So- Give um, context.
0: Tell people know, what Harding yeah. was. because So mean,
1: Harding yeah. is this tiny Christian conservative backwards, backwoods ultra white conservative christian college that deji and Dang, i sound so went to so anti-white
0: right now <laughs> jesus yeah,
1: yeah there's there was a lot As in white county was a very fucking white like all the white conservative bullshit that you could ever imagine clustered into one one town tiny town uh so that's where Deja and I met. It's where it all began.
0: It's not where you'd expect a black and a no. white <laughs> couple to
1: meet. A, a very progressive atheist couple to meet.
0: Yeah, that is a statistical impro- improbability. No
1: wonder we were attracted to each other. We were the only two, no, we were, we were only the two alike in there. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So I was looking for a black girl, you know, because I, I like the sisters. But then I found this white girl. I'm like, mm, we, we connect. Better than, than I, <laughs> she. I'm not sure she, what's
1: here, but she, this is she,
0: she think like me, so you know it 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 caught me off guard because I was looking for. I thought my tribe was people who look like me, but then I found out that my tribe was people who think like me. So you know, Bill Gates and Warren and uh, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, and Jay Z got a lot more in common than Jay Z and I do, even though we both look the
1: same. <laughs> um. Well, anyways, uh, there's just there's just kind of um. What's the right word? Conflict or debate? That's been going on back and forth at the school lately. So, uh, Botham.
0: Mm-hmm. Botham Jean.
1: So he was one of the uh, young men who got shot in his apartment recently in Austin, wasn't it? No,
0: he was a young man from Dallas who got shot Dallas, by the female white cop who mm-hmm. uh, thought she was walking into her own apartment, but was actually walking into his apartment and shot him
1: while he was just sitting and there. Shot him ice cream. while he
0: was. Si- Sitting on his own couch eating ice cream.
1: So, uh, people have been petitioning to have our main auditorium renamed, the Benson Auditorium, renamed after Botham. Now, Benson was one of the founders of Harding, one of the early men who ran the, the university for a long time. And one of the reasons why it came out that they wanted to change the name of it was that it was found out that this man was racist.
0: Yeah, that's 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 taking it. That's taking it easy on him. Yeah. Calling him racist is, you know. This, so he this actively like
1: worked to prevent blacks black from people getting f- into the
0: school. It wasn't for until a very I believe, long time, yeah, nineteen sixty, like about twenty years, he right, kept people right, right, out. Right. Like, yeah, because you know what? God don't want us to contaminate yeah. the campus.
1: <laughs> so eventually, um, he changed his tune. Apparently. And came around. He did mission work. He sponsored some Africans to come over and as like university. Like Paul in the Bible. Same yeah. th-
0: exact same parallel.
1: So it's one of those things where there's an argument on one side where he was a racist. He did a lot of, against the six, um, six, black six, six, community, six, 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 keeping six, them from education. Six, six, six. six, six. And then on the other side, but he changed and he saw the nine, nine came nine, around. Nine, nine,
0: nine, 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 nine.
1: And he did help sponsor people. So this comes back to my question about intent and did he truly change or did just he did the times outrun him? Was he no longer able to avoid? Did he
0: find out he was on the wrong side of history and then change his tune?
1: Did he find out he was on the wrong side of history, or did history push him to a side that he didn't really agree with?
0: I don't know. Who knows? But this is yeah. When I was but saying this is six, a debate. six 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 six, I sounded like uh, a neoliberal kind of uh, no, not neoliberal, a neoconservative kind of you know six six six. But then when I was saying nine 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 nine. nine I realized I sounded German. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the (laughs) swastika. Do you see the correlation? You
1: You know one thing that I don't get that people don't correlate? What? Is how the Confederate flag is just as bad as the Nazi flag people still i mean i know people still wear the nazi flag and fly that but at least we all look at them and go okay that's a fucking white supremacist nazi asshole motherfucker that i need to stay away from
0: well well okay so the and then the country the country boy is looking at his nazi flag or his southern flag going it's a six it's a six it's a six six, six. that's a nazi flag that's what that is right there. it's, it's southern pride it's it's you know my heritage it's a six and then black folks are like nah man it's a nine that's the same Th- that, thing that, that, that represents... nazi people do when they're
1: like oh but do you know what the swastika really means it's about peace and unity and, and like, the
0: jews are like uh, uh, we see nines here we see nine, nine, nine. that was
1: the flag that was used while you were burning us alive i don't yeah. think i agree
0: <laughs> the germans are like six six and the jews are like uh, nine nine <laughs> nine nine
1: nine <laughs> i think you flipped that
0: the germans <laughs> All right, right. the Germans are like (laughs) 9999, and the Jews are like uh 6666. Yeah, you're right, the Jews 666, Christianity, Germans 999. Now I'm just making parallels and correlations. Where are you on? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I am on this 300 milligram of bank caffeine,
1: (laughs) switching it up. Take a sip, sip. take
0: a sip, take a sip. So two things can be true at the same time and people I love
1: you but sometimes i, I don't hate like you
0: oh that's a good one that's a good one i and i said this to you i said this to you right <laughs> i said sarah i love you i love you i really do <laughs> but you be uh hate's a strong word but you are <gasps> on my like nerves right now, right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're on my I nerves
1: Invented that feeling babe i know it i and, know and it so
0: so i don't know why this popped in my head but you know when you're a teenager or you're you're not not teenage because teenagers should not be having sex they don't they don't but oh, when you
1: <laughs> okay. okay how old were you
0: <laughs> they don't have sex when you're when you're a young adult uh-huh like 21 years old old enough mm. to have sex and you're in a relationship
1: years old so i wasn't old enough to have sex when we had sex
0: the times were different okay (laughs) it was 18 back then uh let me land don't don't get me in trouble right now like it's (laughs) somebody's somebody's gonna be listening through a filter just let me make my fucking point let me make my fucking point i'm trying to
1: keep me around so i trip you up
0: yes but you see the way somebody perceives what I say could have some very real-life consequences for me. Because now, you know, I get a phone call from the government saying, Hey, are you promoting uh, underage sex trafficking on your show? Because <laughs> some conservative out there... The
1: government's going to call you? I
0: up? don't know. I don't know. I'm okay. Just, uh, but, like, so think about makeup sex. Okay. And makeup sex is pre- uh, pretty common among, it's like, epic. young... It's epic. And, but it's more common and prevalent among young younger couples and i think that's the physical outward expression of that i love you but i also hate you
1: it's and, a combination uh, of passions because ex- both are extreme emotions right it's and, and, and that's
0: how it physically manifests itself it's like two things can be true at the same time i can love you mm-hmm. and i can hate you and it can it can create this this epic sex aphrodisiac. yeah yeah this euphoric kind of sex and i think Maybe somebody right now listening is having a ha ha moment, going, ah, that's what that is. <laughs> I
1: think everyone's experienced that, I but
0: don't... maybe up until now they may not have been able to articulate it like we just so eloquently did. Like <laughs> <laughs> these guys <gasps> are fucking geniuses.
1: That's geniuses. <laughs> You've always thought you're a genius, right?
0: Back in my younger days, back in my younger days, when, when I was a more, before,
1: I, before you met me,
0: when I was a more self-absorbed man, these days, these days, um, um, I have, we have a fucking cat now. Doesn't that show, doesn't that show how evolved I've become?
1: <laughs> you are right. You are right. I was actually thinking about that the other day. It's like, I, I actually never thought we'd get here where we'd own a cat. Cause I, I always thought you would just,
0: I didn't think we would ever get here either. I didn't think I'd, you know, so. I mean,
1: you've been promising me for years, but there, then that
0: therapy and pressure do work you know (laughs) so it look back to your point back to the point so in in our book we said that there are two forces and a shameless plug if if you want to know more you can definitely uh click the link that will be in the notes section and you can download
1: the book
0: buy the book uh (laughs) well download whatever in the book in the book it's called perception is a bitch i say that there are two forces strong enough to change a person's perspective And it's typically travel and trauma from my research and and through my work. Those are the two things that I've found strong enough to change people's perspective.
1: Now, I've done a few of those.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because traumatic events like the death of a child can either make you see God a different way or turn you off from like whatever, like travel trauma are the only forces strong enough to change human perspective. The point I'm trying to make and, and what I tried to say in the book was it's a, that's a fucking tragedy because humans should, should, if we truly believe we're an evolved species, we should be able to switch our position as situation and circumstance dictate. We don't why do we need fucking external forces that extreme, to cause a paradigm shift. A paradigm shift is something that you should be able to achieve on your own if you have a fucking open mind. But because most people don't, we now need external forces, i.e. trauma and travel, to change our fucking minds and have us see things differently. Like human beings, and people wonder why I don't believe in God anymore, because the more you understand human beings, you start realizing something is not right here. (laughs) We are kind of fucked up. <laughs> we might like this. I don't know why. No, I don't know why I bust into song, but when I look at human that was beings, song. <laughs> I don't know the sirens. I don't, but when you look at human beings, I'm like, this cannot be the creation of a divine God. Mm-hmm. If this is the work of God. I am not impressed.
1: So, I, <laughs> this, I,
0: this is the work you see uh, an office temp with a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of shitty results you see. T- <laughs> this is the kind of shitty results you see from uh, incompetent team members. This cannot be the work of God. <laughs>
1: It's like he left his lowest angel in charge. He's like, ah, you got this. You
0: got this. <laughs> God, like, let's make human beings. Who's the most incompetent fucker around here? Oh yeah, 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 you you. Hey, what's your name? Peter. Angel Peter. Alright, just just watch these human Pick beings. Figure shit out. <laughs> Jesus that's
1: how we end up with, you know, rhinos and some shit.
0: <laughs> that's how we end up with perception being a fucking bitch.
1: Oh, but I- sorry,
0: I just went on like a five minute straight rant.
1: <laughs> what's well, new? What? When do you not do that? That's why you have me.
0: I, the floor is all yours, Sarah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a I walk. I
1: forgot what I was gonna say. Now you've been ranting so long.
0: I'm I'm, I'm taking a walk. I'm taking a walk, and I'm back.
1: Oh, okay, you're back. Well, I I do think that um perception, and like you said, the the trauma and travel. I think that is such a huge, huge nugget of truth right there and I feel like it's something that a lot of people might gloss over but if you dig deep if you look at a lot of people who struggle with hate in their heart or or very limited perception uh, even if you look at people who oftentimes lack opportunity and they're frustrated at their life and about where it's going a lot of times they they either have too much trauma sometimes Or often not enough trauma. Yeah,
0: some people need more trauma in their life. There is a
1: balance. Um, And a lot of times... Some people have
0: too much travel. They become so liberal. And then some people don't have enough travel. They're still I'm not even saying... I I know, sorry, sorry.
1: But with the the travel aspect, the travel one is huge. Because I feel like when you do travel, you... you, Like it's the example, like I said before, of standing at the bottom of the six and saying, look, I'm going to take a trip, walk around this number, and see what the nine from his perspective looks like. So when you travel, when, you, when you've grown up in a small fucking tiny town in Arkansas, and then all of a sudden you go to California New York or India or Africa or, or London, you know, Asia, like you, you experience things that you would have never seen where you're from. And that allows opportunities for new bridges to grow for new for new pathways in your mind and in your heart and your your soul and that's not possible when you spend your life all in one place this is why I say I think I am even as much of a open-minded person as I am because while I didn't come from Africa the way you did I, I lived all over the United States and that opened me up to see things that I never would have seen if my mom had kept me in one small town in Arkansas like she had
0: And that's 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 true. And when you so as you were talking, one thing kept coming into my mind is like interrogate the thought, not the person. Yeah. Interrogate the thought, not the person, because when you run into someone who sees a six and you see a nine, have they
1: had opportunity? Have they had? There's
0: no way to tell somebody that their perspective may be off without calling them without unintentionally calling them stupid, right? Because when people when when somebody is saying, I see a six, I see a six, you but you see a nine, let's slow down for a second. Let, let, let's put the ha ha and the laugh in aside just for a minute. You have to understand that when somebody is is making a thought or saying something or 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 giving an idea, no matter how stupid it may sound to you, you have to understand that they are coming from a place of like this is rational thinking. Yeah, when they like, tell you they are seeing a 6, they are they are being as rational and thoughtful as you are seeing a 9 and you trying to explain what you see. This is the problem because so now when you tell the person, "Oh, I don't know that your perception or the or the way you see it is completely accurate." You are now being offensive to that person because you've basically told them that their their known reality, the way they see shit that is very real is is stupid you there's no way to tell somebody there's almost no way to interrogate someone's thought without calling them stupid
1: <laughs> that's very true i'll remind you of that our next argument
0: don't be like that <laughs> now you're just salty now you're just salty now you're just salty so i don't know that i have an answer to that one yet but it just something that popped in my mind just just to think about it. i want to really slow down there and 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 get people to understand
1: but you're right the interrogate the thought not the person this is where like i said where you can troubleshoot your perception troubleshoot the argument troubleshoot where you got to this part because have you ever had that conflict that moment where the shit starts to unravel and you're looking around like how the fuck did we get here like how the fuck did did something so innocuous end up being this catastrophic, horrible moment. And to do that, you have to kind of do some detective work. You have to dig deep. You can write it off and say, oh, they're irrational. They're stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. Their perception's fucked up. But if you you take that step back and, like you said, interrogate the thought, interrogate the perception, not the person, you can actually... Bridge So you will become the best conflict resolution person. This is what they send negotiators in to do with with bomb threats, with suicide threats, people who are on edge because you have to put yourself in their shoes. You have to understand why no one does something without a reason. No villain is a villain in their own story. They're doing something for a justified cause. They're doing something for a purpose, for a motivation, because of perspective.
0: I want to slow down here again, because what we're speaking to are high. No, 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 no. I'm loving it. I'm loving the dialogue, because what we're speaking to are high level skill sets, skill sets that that in the marketplace, you get paid hundreds of thousands. you get paid hundreds and thousands of dollars to do. This is why. Like the people who make the best managers are the Mm -hmm. ones who are more rational of thought. This is what we mean when we say. I mean, I've
1: gotten scary good at this during this whole quarantine shit. Because half of what I do every day is just send emails. Like finding that balance of like, okay, let me.
0: When we talk about people with great communication skills. Mm -hmm. When we talk about people who are able to resolve conflict. Conflict resolution. You have to become an expert at perception. Mm -hmm. Recognizing it. You know, owning it before it becomes a bitch and being able to deflect. It's it's it's,
1: you know, being able to empathize, being able to create new solutions right, right, that weren't there before. D-
0: right. Right. Create a third option, an option C. So when that's a I, different podcast, yeah, so, go see that one. It's no longer there. It no longer is it's on YouTube. OK, that's
1: a, that's the thing. We you if you if you're looking and you're missing old episodes of a podcast ones that you were planning to watch and they're no longer on Podbean or iTunes, uh-huh. um, they are on YouTube. So. OK. So,
0: so this, this is, this is, it's super high level, high skill to be able to do these things. And, and the marketplace rewards you, rewards you efficiently for it.
1: And, and a lot of people won't even know what you're doing. Like your boss may not be able to understand what it is you're doing. Your, your, your neighbor, your peer may not be able to understand why you're getting promoted, what's separating you from them. Because a lot of these skill sets
0: are so nuanced They're so subtle it's not so like you're gonna su- put
1: a sign on your resume like oh competent perception seer." like
0: that's <laughs> no i'm a rational motherfucker <laughs> you know you can't put that on a resume but there are things people know t- that's <laughs> <line>.
1: rational motherfucker
0: <laughs> don't add rational motherfucker. i'll get hired
1: tomorrow rational motherfucker right here
0: don't put rational motherfucker on your resume <laughs> hired if i saw that on a resume i'd be like tell Isn't me that more what
1: iron rand wrote in her book
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. A spark the, of competency. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm looking for. I, is I a just, spark just, of, com- of competency.
1: If you haven't read Ayn Ran and Atlas Shrugged, that's one of my favorite lines in the whole book. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm just looking for a guy with a spark of competency. I felt that in my soul.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How I'd be trying to hire team members. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, a spark.
1: I don't need a whole flame. I,
0: you don't need to be fully competent. I just need a spark of competency. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. That was the jinx. <laughs> you can tell we're both just <laughs> we're on one. Yeah. Okay. So, so again, going back to the whole six and and the nine. It there's a Bruce Lee quote: "Be like water." And Bruce Lee said, "If you put water into a cup, it becomes a cup. When you put water into the bowl, it becomes the bowl. Water can move through." You know, situation and context depending.
1: It moves mountains.
0: Yes, yes. Be like water. People will read quotes like that, but don't have the ability to digest and internalize the quotes for what the guy was actually saying. When the motherfucker says be like water,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's saying be like water is is what I'm saying by be the verb. Mm-hmm. To be the verb and to be like water is to have the emotional intelligence to switch your position as the situation or the circumstance might dictate. To, to, to know that you may see a nine, but understand that there's another point of view that's called a six that you don't see. And because you don't see it, doesn't mean that reality does not exist. And that reality that you don't quite have access to may be closer to the truth than where you are. So to be like water... It's to have, or to be the verb is to have the emotional intelligence to to switch your position as the situation or the circumstance may dictate. This is high level thinking. This is what we want in our leaders. Leaders think about it. We get into the back if we had a general who had a plan to go to war, we see his plans but then he gets into battle and then shit changes. Are we going to expect this leader to now? Oh, you know what? We came in here with the plan, so we're gonna see that plan through. Like, no, no, no. We can get so. Yes, now, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, our our general needs to be able to like adapt to the battlefield.
1: Evolve, overcome.
0: Make decisions with new things as they present themselves. You realize that that battlefield is the metaphorical playing field we call life. And in life. life and in life, life is a battlefield uh, uh, to Pat think that was a, that was Whoever not the fucking song. sings a song. Whoever, whoever, whatever. Life is a battlefield. But too many I think people it
1: was love is a battlefield, Isn't Whatever the, the fuck it is. Let me- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 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 Keep too, challenging. Too
0: many people go into this battle we call life with absolute dispositions. Oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, I'm a Female. Oh, I'm gay. As soon as you put a noun
1: on something, too, people start tearing it apart and Trying to be the them. verb,
0: not the mm-hmm. noun, motherfucker. you can't approach life in straight jackets. Yep. These these definitions are straight jackets, and you can't be this, oh, I see a nine 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 or oh, I see a six, six 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 motherfucker.
1: This is why you gotta focus on the verbs and the intent and not the noun. It's like it's not about gay straight or somewhere in between. It's about Democrat. love. It's not about Democrat or Republican. It's, empathy. it's about building a government that serves the people. It's not about um religion or non-religion it's about having morals and being a good person it's not about like the list goes on and on and on when you focus on the intent on the verbiage on the why we do something and not what it is you find you have a lot more in common with the perspectives of the people around you even though you thought that they were on opposite sides
0: look the day america elects its first moderate president a rational motherfucker who put on his resume not trump
1: (laughs) hold on hashtag not trump
0: the day whoever the <laughs> fuck it is you're so you're such a noun <laughs> you i'm live- not
1: a noun i'm not i don't care who's democrat who's republican i'm just a not him motherfucker i would like a president who careful. can put a sentence together careful
0: careful six 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 again and somebody else like sarah nine 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 nine
1: nine <laughs> I'm not even against, like, the one thing that you like, which is the financial aspect. I-, I get where you're coming from. But, but.
0: Trump is, like, nine. And I'm like, Mr. Trump, I see exactly what you see.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at all the other shit. And Biden, Biden's other- like,
0: Deji, it's six. We're coming for your wealth. And I'm like, slow down. I I, I think I see what Trump sees <laughs>
1: If money were the only thing at risk, I get it. I get it.
0: And nothing else at risk. And nothing else. Look, look, we've had worse presidents since the the, Whoever is in Washington doesn't do shit for your life. Uh, The president is not the one who makes decisions. Congress controls the purse. I'm more worried about who's in the Congress and who's in the Senate, who my local representatives are more than I am who the fucking president is. That's just a bobbing head. That's just a fall guy.
1: Uh, it makes America look so bad. Come on.
0: You're not wrong. Six, 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 <laughs> six, six. <laughs> and I'm over here like uh, nine, 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 nine. But
1: I, I will say all of the comedy specials and things that make fun of Trump have become gold mines.
0: <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, be the verb. Be like water, right? 6 and 9. As we as we as we end the show.
1: I think I think this is as we end the show, it's important that people Look at their own life, Uh, and I we see this a lot in our own lives, and then even when we're watching TV and movies, we're like, Oh man, that was a six nine moment where they both saw something completely different, and they're coming from good places, and this is where they just missed each other, and they will have a conflict now and not understand why they're on opposite sides,
0: even though they were both right, Mm -hmm. but they were. And again, this this is a thing. So
1: find those six, nine moments.
0: When you are in the six, nine moment, it's almost impossible to see it. It's obvious when you are the third party observer, which means you're you're the one observing. Right. You can see like, oh, they're they're both right. But when it's you in the arena. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a perfect example. When you're the audience, you can see the two fighters clearly and you can oh the the guy should have swung right he should have thrown an uppercut there he should have he should have ducked when that punch was coming i'm like yeah that's easy for you to say motherfucker you're watching the fucking fight mm-hmm. okay when you are the fighter in the arena that punch look a whole lot different coming at you than when you're in the stance. Yep. Okay. The adrenaline, the, the heartbeat, all the that, fear,
1: the anxiety, the, the pressure, the change in the context.
0: Yeah. The change in context changes even how mm-hmm. you experience it. So what I'm saying is when you're the fighter in the arena, the question is how then do you become, how do you play both roles to so be both fighter in arena but still have the mental approach like you're watching from the stands. You it's almost have to have an out of body.
1: Like how. So, management's job is to have that eagle in the sky, bird's eye perspective of the business structure so they can make calls and adjust the course and keep the ship on the right direction. But being a frontline boss like sometimes it's seeing the nitty-gritty the small details the nuances that you can only see when you're like getting your hands dirty on the front line Custom- fighting the fight
0: customers be pissing me off sometimes because they'll come in talking about some frontline shit and i'm like i don't know
1: like, <laughs> like yeah how do you ring this up
0: i don't know like I don't I, work the register I, I, that's not my preview i i look at nines all day you're asking me a six question.
1: But my my point is, is like a great manager is able to transition and see both perspectives. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to sometimes shift your mindset and see what the frontline team member sees so you can empathize and give better directions, better coaching, better uh, tasks and engagement for them. But you also have to be able to pull back and see the big picture so you're not lost in the weeds.
0: Right. If you ever read the book, Emotional Intelligence, that's the cover and move chapter.
1: Cover and move.
0: Right. So to summarize everything we've said, the six and the nine, it feels very real, whatever point of view you have and whatever you see that the other person doesn't see.
1: Don't trust your emotions.
0: Two things can be true at the same time and no one has to be wrong. You can have two varying thoughts and they both be correct. It is okay to have one position but then change your position as situation and circumstance dictate it's okay to change your mind with with when presented new evidence you don't have it's to okay wait to be
1: multidimensional yes. to be a complicated person and not fucking feel like you have to be a cardboard simple cutout simple of a stereotype. simple ass
0: motherfucker it's it's okay And I know society vilifies this idea of, oh, you know, stick to your principles, whatever the fuck that means. My principles and my morals are fluid to I I evolve and I adapt my principles, my morals and my beliefs as the situation or the circumstance dictates. I am a verb. I have been called to be like water. I am not a noun. I am not one defined one defined thing. And I refuse to live my life that way. To be a noun is the very reason perception is a fucking bitch, man. If you like what you heard and you enjoyed Sarah and I's banter, definitely give us a minimum five-star rating on your favorite platform audio to listen to Let us them on. Let
1: rate what they want to rate.
0: <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. I see sixes. I need you to see a six.
1: It's <laughs> not even a six on there. It's got to be a five.
0: Five-star rating. Five-star rating. <laughs> If you, know, you want to know don't do what you want, do what I tell you. If you want to know more, definitely download uh, the, the link to our book, Perception is a Bitch on Amazon, and we will see you next time.